Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Today's episode is How to Meet Your Needs. Let's consider a couple of times when you might feel like you're very needy. If you haven't eaten in days, you need food. If you can't sleep at night, you need help. When you find yourself without heat and it's freezing cold outside, you have an urgent need. What about when you're in danger? That's a need too. Often those physical needs are easy to recognize and to find help for. But what do you do with the needs of your heart, your soul, your mind? Those needs are important too. It's time to wrap your arms around how to meet your needs in healthy ways. It's as simple as this. People have needs, you and I, and every person on the globe. Many of our needs are not physical. They're emotional, relational, spiritual, and even psychological. These needs should be addressed. So where do you turn? What should you do? There is one rock-solid provision that will help in your time of need. No matter what kind of need, every single time, there is a place you can turn, and there are some things that you should do. Whatever your needs are, visible or not, God is for you. He wants to help. God is rock-solid. He has given many promises that He intends to keep on your behalf. You might struggle to believe it's true in the face of deep disappointment, loss, or even loneliness. Long periods of waiting can bring discontent and doubt. And then you wonder if your needs are on anybody's radar. Are they really important? Or do you just need to learn to live untended? Well, I believe that God intends to meet your needs. Philippians 4.19 says, My God will supply all your needs according to His riches in Christ Jesus. Everything belongs to God. He is over every domain, both seen and unseen. The fact remains, God loves you deeply. He wants you to succeed and do well in your life. And He has a special place in His heart just for you. If this is really true, and I believe it is, then why are so many followers of Jesus walking through life with unmet needs? Is it timing? Is there a pecking order and you happen to be at the bottom? Perhaps you feel that you've been deceived into hoping that God will meet your needs. Then there's the living sacrifice thing, where you're supposed to be alive, but not really. So many questions, so many unmet needs, much confusion, and we wonder about needs getting met. Those kinds of thoughts and questions are pretty jumbled up. It's best to sidestep most of those questions and instead to go after something else that will actually make a difference. That something else is offered through two provisions. So let's talk about those two. 
The first provision is God Himself. He has promised Himself to you in every life situation. I am going to say that again. He has promised Himself to you in every life situation. He promised to never leave you or forsake you. His intervention is for you. Psalm 50 verse 15 says, Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. Then in Isaiah 41 verse 13 we find, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. God also said that He would never leave or forsake you. That's found in Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, and in Hebrews 13, verse 5. The second provision that is made for you is His Word. Now, that doesn't just mean owning a Bible. It means that anything and everything that comes out of the mouth of God can be trusted utterly. His word is like the word of a gentleman. It's given with the intention of being kept. Matthew 24, verse 35, Mark 13, verse 31, and Luke 21, verse 33 all say the same thing. Here it is. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Jesus is making a point, and apparently the writers of the New Testament thought it was important enough that several of them included it in their recount of what Jesus said. God is fresh off the pages of Scripture for you. Friend, that's significant. Okay, we need to talk for a few minutes about God's names God has many blessings and good things for you to enjoy. He also knows how difficult life can be. With the presence of sin, this world is in continual tension, and that's challenging to live with. So, God names Himself for you. He knows you cannot understand many things that happen in life. For these troublesome times, He gives you the gift of Himself through names that He calls Himself. Scripture is filled with names of God, and every one of those names is for your benefit. God intends to meet the needs of His kids. Let's explore this just a little bit more. Okay, let's go back into history a little bit. In the Old Testament, when God adopted the Hebrew people as His own, He didn't have a name. When God approached Moses, To go to Egypt to set his people free, Moses wanted to know who it was that spoke to him from the burning bush. Who should he tell the people of Israel sent him to set them free? The story is recorded in Exodus chapter 3. Since God didn't have a name, God told Moses, I am who I am. God was simply saying that he is And that state of always being crosses all time and conditions. Then he specifically identified what he wanted to be called. I am. So, God himself gives you provision number one, himself. Gradually, his name became known as YHWH, 
His name was revered and considered so holy that it wasn't written or spoken in the common tongue in a way that could be pronounced. Gradually, vowels were added and it became Yahweh. Then God gave provision number two. Throughout the scriptures, God calls himself many names. The God with no name names himself for you to meet your specific needs. God created you with needs. That's part of his plan. He intends to meet all your needs as you depend on him in the rhythms of life. Psalm 103 verses 13 and 14 declares that God has intimate knowledge about you. He knows how you are formed and remembers your limitations. He has compassion on you when you trust and obey him, like a loving father cares for his children. God did not create you to be self-sufficient. No, he created you to need him. Self-sufficiency is man-made. God made you with needs. He is okay with that. Are you? I want to tell you about a little exercise that you can carry out. And the best thing for you to do is if you could go to our website and click on this article, How to Meet Your Needs. Contained in the middle of that article is a chart and a downloadable link. You will see that there are names that God calls himself for you listed and the scriptures are given as well. Ponder what each name means to you, and be encouraged in your neediness. Let go of being self-sufficient and turn to God, who calls himself, I am all things for you. It is time to decide if you will let God meet your needs by faith through provision number one, himself, and provision number two, his word. I'm going to run down the list, the chart that is in that article. And if you don't get time to go to the article and download the link and use this particular resource, at least you can hear what it's about. Now, what you will need to do is the first column always contains a scripture. The second column always contains God's name. And then the third column is a field in which you can interact on your device, or you can even print it and write in uh, pencil or pen, but that third column is what that name means for you. So let's go ahead and start with the first one. The scripture is Psalm 62, verse 7, and God calls himself a rock for you. So now you interact, what does that mean for me and my situation? Let's go to the second item, Psalm 62, verse 8 in the first column. The second column God calls himself a refuge. What does that mean for you? Back to the first column. 1 John 3, verse 1. God calls himself a father. Okay. What need do you have where you need a father? Back to the first column. John 15, verse 15. God calls himself a friend, your friend. Now, how does that apply to you? First column again from Matthew 12, verses 49 to 50. He calls himself your brother. How does that apply in your life? Column number one for Psalm 28, verse 7. God calls himself a shield. Do you ever need a shield? 
Okay, Exodus 15, verse 26. He actually calls himself your healer. Do you need healing in any area? Hebrews 13, verse 6. He says, I am your helper. How can you apply that to your life today? And then Psalm 23, verse 1. He calls himself a shepherd. Maybe you need a shepherd. When you download this link, you can make and fill out the rest of the chart. Identify your needs. Search the scriptures for God's names that cover each one of your needs and fill out the remaining spaces on the chart. Claim God's power and provision through each name and apply the promises that He has given over your life. God will always keep His promises. Let Him define what that's going to look like and the timing. Just trust Him, obey Him, and love Him back. God delights in the person who trusts His love. You know, a name that you could start with is the name that God selected centuries ago for the God-man who would be born as a baby. The name Emmanuel means God with us. This name strongly suggests God wants to meet a common, deep human need, loneliness. In order to receive the provision that's given through God's names, though, you have to have the heart of a child. Your disposition toward God reveals whether you really believe Him. If you come to Him as a child and simply tell Him your needs and then claim how He names Himself for you, God will meet your needs. But it will almost always look different than you picture it in your head. Just because it's not what you want it to look like doesn't mean that God hasn't met your need. Why not accept His help and His timing? If you relate to God with the faith of a child, with a smile, and with gratitude in your heart, you will very quickly find that God is for you. Jesus was extremely partial and compassionate toward children. He said, Let the children come to me because the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. From Matthew 19, verse 14. So, what is your heart like toward God? Do you have the heart of a child? Let's look at a few helpful scriptural promises about needs. And these are only a few of many verses that talk about God meeting the needs of His people. Every single one of these, and every single one that you will find in Scripture, is met and activated by faith. Here are four of them, just to get your uh, creative juices flowing. The first one says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him, and He helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song I praise Him. From Psalm 28, verse 7. That can be applied in any situation, even if you're suffering. And notice, God called himself your strength and your shield. The second, you are my comforter in sorrow. My heart is faint within me. From Jeremiah 8, verse 18, a comforter for you. A third example is, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, 
and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame, from 1 Peter 2, verse 6. Here, he is your cornerstone. So, how can you build on him today? The fourth example is that he is my loving God and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge, from Psalm 144, verse 2. In this verse, he is identified with quite a few names. My loving God, my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, and my shield. Do you ever need those things as you go through life in this very challenging time in history? You know, the application for today, I just want you to thoughtfully fill out that chart with God's names that meets your needs and then add your own. Again, you can go to our website and pull down the link from this article. But even if you can't, just stop and think about scriptures that you may already know. Or maybe sit down next time and go onto your device and pull up a Bible app and see what it has to say. You can make a list in your device about the names of God and how they apply to you. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.